Hey everybody, this is Cliff Ravenscraft and you're about ready to hear episode number 50 of Family from the Heart. Wanted to just take a minute or two here to let you know at the very end of this episode, we mentioned that there will be no live show for the Family from the Heart podcast on Wednesday, April 1st and Wednesday, April 7th. Next week, my father is going in for a pretty massive surgery and I'll be at the hospital uh, during that time. And then the following week, we're scheduled to be on a family vacation in Tennessee and will not have internet access. However, uh, I do want to let you know that there will be some Family from the Heart episodes coming out. Uh, so just to let you know, I wanted to clarify that there will be episodes coming out. Initially, I thought we would just take a week off, but knowing that we're going to have no live show for two weeks, I just wanted to go ahead and let you know that we will be releasing an episode on April 1st and April 7th. It's just not going to be recorded live. And so with that, I'm going to go ahead and let you hear episode number 50. Again, when you're finished, I do hope that you guys will call and leave us your voice feedback. We will be playing that during the the pre-recorded shows that won't be live, but will be released. I hope that all made sense. Anyway, here you go. Family from the Heart, podcast episode number 50. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Family from the Heart. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. Today is going to be the start on this podcast of what I think will probably be a very long, ongoing discussion for the Ravenscraft family. Yeah. I mean, we'll. I mean, we're not going to turn this podcast into this one topic. No. But it's certainly going to be an ongoing one, folks. So let's see. Where shall we begin? Should we just jump right into it? Although I think so. Just, you, you think so? Yeah. Because the reason why I ask is there are some folks who already know exactly what we're talking about some today. Some folks do. There's even a discussion thread already started in the forum about right. it. And the full-time mom ladies who are, are actually listeners, because it's not all ladies. That was so wrong of me. <laughs> There are so many people. I'd say your audience is probably about uh, 45% male right now at this point. Wow. So anyway, the full-time mom listeners already have been shocked and awed by the conversation that you had with Sarah. Yeah. Do you mind if I actually play that clip from where you guys brought it up just to introduce it here? All right. All right. So we're going to do that. We, here I hate is listening to myself. I know you hate listening to oh, yourself. And you already made me listen to it in the van with the kids. Yes. Because you didn't have the nerve to tell them yourself. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Whatever. So anyway, here is what happened. What was what was the episode on that? Episode number of Full Time Mom. Seventy nine? I think it was seventy nine. So here it is. Clip from the Full Time Mom podcast, episode seventy nine, about forty one minutes into the episode. Yep. This is what was said. Something else. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about how much our kids have grown uh-huh. and continue to grow the other day. My husband is trying to sell me on this idea of... Tell him that you'll do it if he does the reaffirmation of your devotion. That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. We may need. Okay, go ahead. What's okay. the idea? The idea is that in two years... Three years from now. Okay. Okay. We'll sell our house. 
We'll sell our cars. We'll sell everything we own. And move to somewhere in Europe. Somewhere and travel the world for two years. Like we'll pick up and we'll move to Scotland for like six months. I'm speechless. I'm sorry. Yeah, so was I. And six months after that, we'll, we'll, you know, maybe we'll go stay in London for a while. I mean, he really, really is serious. <laughs> and so I was thinking, I'm like, okay, number one, you're going to have to make enough money to get me a plane ticket like once every three months to fly home to see Sarah. <laughs> like, no more full-time mom. Or buy her a plane ticket yeah. to fly to wherever we are. Right. Um, that's not true. The full-time mom uh, with technology. Hello. Okay. Full-time mom will still happen. <laughs> okay. So like, I don't I'll know. I'll just be the full-time traveling mom. Yes, you will be. Um, and so, I mean, this is, he's serious. This is something that he really wants to do is just go and travel the world for like two or three years. That's unbelievable. I know. Are you thinking about it? Are you I'm thinking I mean, about it? I mean, it's it's definitely tempting. Mm-hmm. It's definitely tempting. So I guess you would homeschool the kids? But it, yeah. Okay. But it's completely the unknown. You, you know what I mean? Not that I haven't stepped out on the unknown before. I mean, wow. here we are, you know, doing mm-hmm. our own thing now. But, um, but so while I was thinking of that, I'm like, do you know how much Sarah's kids would grow? <laughs> And by the yeah. time we came back and so what would he says, nothing is holding us here, but our mortgage and our car payments and our huh. belongings, our, our possessions, nothing is holding us here. I said, so I, and I told him, I said, that would be a fun family meeting to explain to our parents that we're just going to sell everything we own and, and move out of the country. And he mm-hmm. goes, who says we have to tell <laughs> I think that that probably would be an important thing to tell them. I think they're going to notice. You mm-hmm. know? So, um, it just got me to, it just, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I've never really pictured myself as a world traveler, but yeah, wouldn't that be a life experience that, you know, yeah. would be priceless? Uh-huh. Priceless. That, that would be unbelievable. And he said if at any time it didn't work and we weren't enjoying it, that that we'd come home. Mm-hmm. So I'm telling you, he's serious. I'm not exactly serious about it yet. Yeah. I'm not so sold on the idea. Uh-huh. But um, he's very, very serious about it. You can tell I'm processing it because I, I don't know. have anything to say. No, I mean, it, I don't... And that's how I felt last night. Yeah. I had nothing to say. And he's like, so what do you think? I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't know. That's don't unbelievable. Know so Andy and I... um would love to travel in an RV for like a semester yes. um, out West and do mm-hmm. all of those things. But you know how I am. I, I want to, I've moved around so much mm-hmm. <laughs> that I just want a home to raise my kids um, and have that consistency. But if your all's personalities are like, you know, but I don't know if that's my personality. Do you know what well, I mean? I, I don't know if, I've never pictured that as myself, as, right. as me being that. Right, but you've never pictured it, which means you haven't really thought about exactly. it. So you could put prayer and thought into uh, it and see exactly, yeah. you know, what God would have you do. It's not like we're going to pack up tomorrow. Correct. But the, 
<laughs> he got up. We were finished talking, and he got up. He goes, "Well, I've done my job. The seed has been planted." <laughs> That's unbelievable. So, yeah, speechless. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why why across why across the why the world? Not why not the. I mean, because of the cost of living, there are certain places in um, other countries that mm-hmm. the cost of living is, you know, um, not as high as here. Mm-hmm. That's what he said anyway. That, that that's what that's how he answered that mm-hmm. question mm-hmm. when I asked him. Mm-hmm. I said, "Why not? Why not our country first? And and so that was the question. That was the answer he mm-hmm. gave me. Was the cost of living? Do you think the kids? How do you think the kids would do? I have no idea. I have no idea. That'd be a lot of time together. Yeah. You Seriously. Know? No, I'm... Because, <laughs> because, I mean, just, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking out loud because on one hand, it would really bond you all together as a family and because you'd have to depend on one another. That's one thing about us moving around so much that really, you know, we we only had each other, mm-hmm. you know, for a while. Right. But then we, you know, we met people and made some roots. But if you guys, like, moved every six months or something, you would only have one another. So on one hand, you know, that would be awesome with the bonding. And on the other hand, that would, I would have to have other people Mm -hmm. in my life that I would have community with. Right. Which I guess, you you know, you could have it with like the GSPN community, but I, I like, I want flesh and blood. Right. Kind of community. Yes. But, um, so I know there's pros and cons on both sides of that of, you know, wow. Yeah. Well, if you all decide to do that, I will support you and I will I help you get your house ready to sell. And I know. I will do everything I can to help you if that's where God leads you. But that's that's unbelievable. I think so, too. Mm-hmm. I, I'm still speechless. Right. I, I Yeah, I don't know. Uh-huh. So changing the subject. Okay. So we're not both so speechless. All right. So there you go. That was uh, Full-Time Mom. And, and if you guys haven't checked out that podcast, go to fulltimemompodcast.com. It is by far my favorite show that we produce here at gspn.tv, um, right up there with Podcast Answer Man, because I, I just love to talk about podcasting. But, uh, you know, Stephanie, it's been, that was back on this that's past, on that's, Friday. that was this past Friday. It's now Wednesday. I think I hit you with this information on Thursday, Thursday, the night before you recorded that, yeah. So it's it's so, and now of course everybody who's listening to Family from the Heart and they haven't kind of followed us on on in the forum or in My Crazy Life or in Full Time Mom. At least everybody's pretty much caught up to date with this. I am tr- going to try to remember as much of the chat session that's happened during the playing of that audio because there is some awesome stuff in there that I want to to okay. bring into this conversation. But before I do, I want to know. If you're still speechless or if or has how has how has your mind been processing these thoughts since full time mom was recorded? Hmm. That that's a very good question. I think that I'm I think that I'm warming up to the idea a little bit more and just still kind of picturing what that would look like for our family. Um I have a hard time, you know, picturing what what life's going to look like for the five of us next month, let alone, you know, three years from now when we have, we have a teenager, a seven year old and, and our little guy in the middle, you know, and, um, and experiencing what that will be like in a different country. Mm -hmm. So just trying to piece together what that, 
because in my mind, I'm thinking of it as if we were there right now. Right. You know, with our our nine-year-old, our seven-year-old, and our soon-to-be four-year-old. You know, what would that look like for us right now? But the the truth of the matter is, is that if we don't go for two or three years, McKenna's six or seven when we leave, then that's going to look completely different than what I keep picturing in my head. Right. But I had this vision the other day when I was was driving. Um, I had just dropped the kids off at school. And I had this very, very specific... Um, scene play out in my head and it was of our family um, we were in Germany which I have to tell you that Germany is somewhere I have wanted to go for a very long time I mean since I was a little girl my uncle was in the military and he and my aunt and their children were stationed in Germany for years but I never got to go over and visit and um, and Germany is just somewhere that I've always wanted to go I can't really put any one specific reason on it. Um, it just has been. Right. And so anyway, I was, I remember I was in the sixth grade in 1989 when the Berlin Wall came down. Okay. Okay. And um, I remember watching it on TV. And so I was just thinking about that. And, um, and that if we do this, if this is actually something that we'll do, Megan will be in the sixth grade um, when we begin to venture out on this journey, on this adventure and how cool it would be to have her experience firsthand real life touching what I got to watch on TV. Yes. Do you know what I mean? And, um, and so in that and, and thinking about that, I was also, I was like, well, you know, Megan is really, really into photography that's something that she wants to do and that right now here in the boundaries of being at school for seven hours a day and the extracurriculars that um, that they do and all of these other things that our family is so busy doing, she doesn't really have the time to explore that, that passion that she has. But that's something that we could make a very, very much a part of her homeschooling curriculum yes and and really watch her and so then i as i continue you know how one thought leads to another leads to another well this was like my dream sequence was was seeing the you know having them see that and and experience um that part of germany and its history and what it meant and then later like three or four years later when we come back having her share that and share her pictures with our family and her friends uh, on the other side of that, saying, I've been here, I saw this, I touched this, and um, and here are my pictures to prove it. Exactly. So, I mean, I've had, I've had a lot of fun, you know, um, running through certain places and certain scenarios in my mind. Um, and, and, and so I'm, you know, it, it's, it's definitely broadening, um, I can't even say, that, um, making my view much broader of what our family will look like in the future. Right. So if nothing else, just the thought of this is broadening the horizons of, of what the future are, of, of what the plans for our future might look like. Absolutely. I don't know. I think that I'm a little, um, I'm from here. I, I live in the same place where I was born in the same place where I grew up. And other than, I mean, we've taken some very great vacations, but those have been just that. They've been vacations. And so when you're on those, I don't think that I have really experienced a lot of 
of different places. And um, I take that back. We did live in one other county when we first got married. We lived in a different county right. of northern Kentucky. But you, <laughs> but you know what I mean when I say I've lived here my, my entire life. Yes. And so I think in that, I just, you know, and generations before me have lived here their entire life. And so I think I have just grown up with a sense of this is where I am. This is where I'm always going to be. Right. It, that doesn't mean that if we... Um, I know we're going to read what some people have read in the chat room in a few minutes mm-hmm. or not in the chat room, but in, in, the in the forum. Yeah. And, um, and so we'll, we'll touch on this and I can point it out then when I read it, but, and Sarah said it as well, you know, she moved around so much as, as a kid that she just wanted a place to call home, a place to raise her kids. And, um, and so I was thinking about that in, Yes, she's right. But just because we're going to go and experience the world doesn't mean that this stops being our home. Right. This will always be my home. I've spent the first 30 years of my life here, mm-hmm. you know, 33 by the time we we would even think about picking up and leave, or 32, um, by the time we would even think about picking up and leaving. So this is my home. Yeah. This is where my roots are. And if we were to decide to come back this is where we would come right? because this is where my heart is. Mm -hmm. That doesn't, you know, I'm not losing that. And I don't think my kids are losing that by going on an adventure to experience the world. Right. So I think my views have changed a lot in five days. (laughs) I would say so. I'm I'm sitting here listening to you and, and some of this is new. You you shared with me the story about the, I try not to talk to you so much because then it's all, you're hearing it all again. No, no, no. This is good. This is good. So, so you yeah, been, I knew we were talking about this today. That's when, not that I never speak to Cliff outside of the microphone <laughs> or this room, but I knew that this is what we were talking about. We have about a strict today. no talk policy without a <laughs> microphone present. That's right. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. No. So, um, but yeah, the, I mean, it's it, those kind of thoughts that you have, have been having are the same similar. They're very similar to the thoughts that I've been having. These, this visioning, what would it be like? And some of the good things. Now, I will tell you, uh, for those who are listening to this, where did this idea come from? First off, I want to just say that Stephanie and I had been talking about this, you know, this idea that when the kids are grown and when they're out of the house and and they're living their lives and, and they're responsible young adults or even older adults, whatever the case may be, Stephanie and I had talked about the fact that we want to travel the world. Mm-hmm. This is hands down. This has been a dream and and I'm going to ask you guys to remember the word dream. Uh, this has been a dream of ours for a very long time. And in fact, we've we've often dreamed of, you know, all these great relationships that we're building with people in the world. I mean, look in the chat room right now. We have we have um, Winnie, who's in Belgium. Mm-hmm. We have Anne Trader, who uh, Trader. I, I, <laughs> but anyway, from Germany, from she, Germany she's yeah. in the chat room. We've got Richard in London. Mm-hmm. I mean, just in the chat room today. And and that has uh, and then you've got uh, James from Kansas City. You've got uh, uh, Lee yeah. from Indiana, Indiana. Yeah. from India or India, India. Indiana, Indy. <laughs> but I'm talking about wor- around the world. Yeah. Just in the chat room, we have three countries represented or actually four, if you consider the United States as well. So, but in our community, the, 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 and I'm not just talking about our listener, listening audience, because, you know, tens of thousands of listeners, that's great and all. But I'm talking about if, if I were to count maybe 150, 250 people who we are really, really close to 
in our community of listeners who listen to our podcast, we interact with on a regular basis um, all around the world. I mean, I could probably name at least 15 countries Mm -hmm. where we have a place where if necessary for a week, they would say, hey, come stay at my house. I mean, it's that kind of deal. And and when I say that, I know that to be a fact because when we went down, when I went down to Nashville and Jonathan says, hey, you know, we've got a guest room. Our house is big enough. You bring the whole family down for the weekend. Just come on down. I mean, and we get those kind of offers on a consistent basis. And they're not just people we met on the Internet, you know, because that's a little weird. I agree. But (laughs) but these are not just people we met on the Internet. They're people that we did meet on the Internet. But we've gotten to know extremely well. And the conversations that we've had as a result of Twitter and Facebook, but more so as a result of feedback back and forth from our shows via email and in our forum over at gspn.tv slash forum, by the way. Um, because of these conversations, we've gotten to know each other. And we know there are a lot of people who we connect with from around the world who we share similar values and principles and and all kinds of great things. So so it's it's like we have always dreamed of the fact that one day we would go and visit some fe- some people, you know, mm-hmm. when when the kids were gone. And and it was always when the kids are gone, you know, when when we're financially Why is everything got to Okay, here it, it goes back to when we were when we early in our marriage when we were talking about having children. We're going to have children when um when we have that job that we've been looking for. We're going to have children when we're financially stable. We're going to have Okay, none of those things are ever going to happen precisely as you have them on paper. So why do we have to wait until the kids are gone? Well, the, and that's the thing. We we d- remember my biggest argument when you wanted to have children. This is before we even had Megan, who's our oldest. You're like, and my biggest argument is, well, we just can't afford to have a child right now. And the truth is, is we if we waited until we could afford to have a child, we still wouldn't have any. If you if you put it down on paper, how much it costs costs to raise a child over the first five years and you sit there and say okay when are you going to be able to afford never well chances are maybe when you're older you know but by the time you can afford this thing unless you've uh created (laughs) my body's not able to your internet startup that you sold for millions yeah uh but anyway chances are you just it's just not going to happen you're delaying everything and what we found through having a child when megan was born we we were not well to do at all, but did we get by? Yes. D- and and the question is, did we only just survive, or did we thrive through that? And we thrived. Right. We made ends meet. We put our, ourselves in a place where we needed to accomplish more financially, and that need was met. Right. And and so therefore, and and of course, with Stephanie and I will both outright tell you that we believe that it was God that provides for our needs. Mm-hmm. And and so there's there's no question that whatever situation that we find ourselves in, God will provide. And so when it when it came down to it, and most people some people know this, but most people don't know this. I was making over $85,000 a year as an insurance agent. Okay? I'll say mm-hmm. that again. Over $85,000 a year as an insurance agent. Yeah. We not only made that amount of money, but also we traveled, we had all expenses paid vacations to just about anywhere in the world we wanted to go, uh, once for Stephanie and I, and then once for the entire family. So we had all these benefits and not only that, but this, you talk about job security in a, in a down market, 
Um, this was me working as an insurance agent <laughs> for 11 years in a family-run insurance agency. Yeah, that's about as as secure as you can get, right? Exactly. In six year, or in five years, my dad was about to retire, and I was scheduled to take over the insurance agency. And I won't even go into how much my income. Like six figures. It was going to be a guaranteed mid six figure. Yeah. So, absolutely. That's now. You tell me. Does it make sense for somebody in my position as an insurance agent to? Absolutely give a 90-day notice and say on January 1st, 2008, I am leaving all of this behind and I want to start a brand new career doing podcasting full time. Well, no, it doesn't make sense, but it works. It, it Exactly. It, it, and what did it take? What did it take? It took both you and I being on the same page mm-hmm. and bringing our children into the conversation, helping them to understand what was going on, mm-hmm. doing this as a family unit and having the same vision and passion and drive for where we're heading as a family. Absolutely. And because of that, we've had some massive lifestyle changes to our family. We really have. I mean, our, um, I, you know... If you were still working, um, if you were still working at the agency, nothing would be different. Nothing would be different. We would have felt no need to change anything. But over the last year, our family has um, grown closer. We have sacrificed. All of us have sacrificed something, and. Um, and I do believe that that we're better for it. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, any, anyway, um, Mary says you get to spend more time with your wife, or do you get to spend more time with my wife? Yes, I do. Do I get to spend more time with my kids? Yes, I do. Yesterday, I was recording a podcast. McKenna came in while I was recording podcast. Answer man, did I hit pause? Absolutely not. I said, come on up here and let's talk to people. She talked. She talked. And then I paused and, and gave her a hug and kiss and talked to her, see what she needed and she stuff. She wanted a mint. <laughs> she wanted, a, she was stealing, yes, she was stealing mints out of my pocket. And, uh, but it, you know, it's that, you know, the kids come home from school and guess where dad's at? He's home. Mm-hmm. You know, I, of course I'm in the studio working, but they can come in and I can sit down and say, okay, let me stop what I'm doing and have a conversation about how your day was, how things go. This could have never happened before. And when I was working as an insurance agent, I was working 12 hours days, not at home, at the office. Mm-hmm. And and those 12 hours were consistent, nonstop, grueling. And, and I love my friend Tess, who has given me the term. It was a soul-sucking job. You know, it, 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 su- it, it was like Wayne's World. It's sucking my will to live. <laughs> And it at was. At the end, it was. At the end, it was. At the end, it was. You didn't- before podcasting yeah. came along, I loved insurance. Don't yeah. get me wrong. There was a time when you had a passion for insurance and you were looking forward to taking over f- for your dad. Um, I don't think that you should. It's the never first talk about Wednesday. That. It's the first Wednesday. I know. It's at <laughs> no, noon. No, it's the last. Or is it the last Wednesday? Uh-huh. Okay. They've that changed is. it, I guess. Okay. Um, you might hear a tornado siren going off. It's it's okay. We'll still be standing. Go ahead. I thought it was just a fire truck. <laughs> oh, it could have been. Who knows? All right. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, but next Wednesday is April 1st. Yes. Next Wednesday is the first April. Gotcha. Um, what were you saying? I was just saying that I don't think that you should say that you never enjoyed insurance. You're always, you know, yes, Tess is right. It was a soul-sucking job. At the end, 
Yes. At the end. There there was a time when you loved that work and you were looking forward to taking over. Uh, yes, there and was. It wasn't it wasn't always it as wasn't, you describe it to be. That's this is true. But but during the years that from the time I started but podcasting. But you did always work twelve hour days there. I did always yes. work those hours. But the thing is is that when when podcasting came into our lives and I started to to just really feel this calling to build this community. Of course, what people, what we haven't mentioned up till now, and if and many people who have listened listened to us all along already know that I used to work as associate pastor and have always been in some role of official ministry within the church, whether it be pastoring small groups and stuff like that in a church. Um, and and I always felt this call to full time ministry, and I knew that one day it might be possible that I'd leave my career in insurance behind to go into full-time ministry. But I always thought of that as a staff position of a church or something. But now it, what happened was we we got called into this. And so basically we stepped out. We said, we want to do this full-time. We want to podcast. We want to build this community. We want to, we want to create an atmosphere where people are, are encouraged, educated, uh, entertained, inspired to just live life differently to to live life with more balance you know uh focusing equal amounts of time not just on your career but your family life your physical health your personal development um rec- having fitting recreation into your life these are the things that God's been calling me to and to share with other people right and so so much has happened and that and it was just clear that this is where I was called to, and then that's when insurance became unbearable. Right. Because I would go into the office and, and I would spend five hours checking email and interacting with people and, and answering, responding to things. And I'm like, wait a second, I'm supposed to be doing insurance work. And I wasn't doing insurance work. And then it became an issue of morality. You know, am I stealing from my boss? I don't care if my boss is my dad or not. Am I stealing from the company? And and it became it it, it became a, a a heart wrenching job. And and ultimately, uh, when it came down to it, I had to either quit podcasting or quit insurance. And uh, you helped me choose, as well as the encouragement of so many of our listeners to 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 quit what seemed to be the most stable position in employment I could ever have. And here I am in the operating in the unknown, and we are now. What fourteen months into this? No, mm-hmm. maybe fifteen. Fifteen months mm-hmm. into this, and not once have we not paid all the bills. I know, not once, and it is amazing. And 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 we have grown as a family, like you said. And and yeah, I'm doing something I love. I'm I'm. I'm people are sending emails all the time. Uh, some of <laughs> some some of them negative, but <laughs> that's a funny story that I shared with Stephanie I'm this morning. Sorry. But uh, most of them, very encouraging emails of people saying their lives have been changed. Right. And, and it's, it's just been amazing, this journey that we've been on. And so now what I've, and it was the scariest thing I'd ever done in my life. I'd never, I've always preached about, talked about, taught about living by faith. But man, did it, was it weird to actually do it? Right. And, and it I'm, really was. And I'm not about to equate this desire to move around the world as a calling by God at this point. But I will say that, you know what, one thing that, that is for sure, I do, and, and I talk about this over at almostdailydevotional.com if you look at God's will in the, in the list of shows. And one of the things that I do know is God's will is that we love others, serve others, care for others, 
um, that we do life together using our gifts and talents and abilities that God has given us to serve and love others. That's, and that's the same no matter where you are. And that, yeah, exa- that's exactly it. As long as I'm doing those things, which I know to be God's will, it doesn't matter if I do them in Hebron, Kentucky or in Hebron, uh, which is over <laughs> in the, you know, in Israel, you yes. know, or whatever. Uh, of course, I'm geographically challenged. So this is going to help me in all those years. When I, I'm going to need some homeschooling We're myself. Take geography. <laughs> so anyway. So I, I have to say that in the chat room, after I had shared my story. Yes. Um, Anne says that people are actually get, getting arrested in Germany for not te- sending their children to school. Okay. But I have to tell you that also one of the things that I have thinking have been thinking about is that it's going to be three years and or two or three years that we would be gone. Yeah. And, um, thought I, I have thought and entertained the idea of how cool it would be for our kids to experience school as other kids experience, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I have thought about putting them in school or if we do want to homeschool the entire time, then Germany will be a place that we visit and not a place that we stay. Exactly. So, so yeah, there, and, and the thing is, is we, thing we have is, a is lot of time to plan all this. We do. And Cliff doesn't do anything that isn't planned. It's not like one day we're going to wake up and he's going to say, hey, let's go, you know. Hey, somebody just bought the house the today. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, he doesn't work that way. And I know that. And I actually take comfort in that, even though I'm more of a spontaneous person. Yeah. But, um, but everywhere we go, I think that we'll be planned out the places that we go before we even leave right. and and know where we can homeschool and where we can't and and different things like that. And where we might and, and not, there's some other great stuff in the uh, um, and there's OK. Lee's putting some information about the HSLDA.org. whole homeschool something or yeah. other. So uh, and then, of course, there are the I, I think in the forum when we get to reading it here in just a minute. Uh, there is, yes. Is that right? Legal Defense Association, yeah. probably. But um, there's also, I think, a note in the forum where it talks about the fact that there are American-run schools in other countries as right. well. And But but even what you're saying, you know, I, we, one of the things that I've been uh, inspired to think about is going to a place where we do not speak their language. And to learn and to and to put ourselves That's the fastest way to learn a new language <laughs> is to put us uh, ourselves in a place where we need to learn the language mm-hmm. and to allow the kids to to participate in yeah. the school. Why? Why? I that I mean, I'm not saying that we will, but I mean, it, I'm not opposed to that idea. Right. So, um, you know, let me just say for the the big thing people are. Let me talk about the 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 little things. First of all, um, <laughs> R- Richard said earlier in the chat room. Uh, Richard, our great friend from England, uh, says Cliff's going to have to broaden his his taste yes. buds. And you know, if and and again, please understand, people. I am not saying this is a calling from God for us right. to pick up and move. No way whatsoever. But if you think about it this way, if 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 you look at the journey we've been on, first of all, God take you know we do feel that God has called us to what we're doing today. There's no question about that in my mind. Other people can question it. I don't care. It's no question in my mind. I am doing what God has called me to do today. And we are in a position now where I am no longer tied because of the work that I do. Oh, people we, are wondering. Well, hold on. Finish your thought okay. about food and then, okay. <laughs> and so then the, move so, on. <laughs> so the food. Thank you. Thank you for keeping me on track. So anyway, um, the, the whole situation is that, you know, now we, I can do my career anywhere. 
Right. That what I'm doing here today can be done anywhere in the world as it long can. as there's a connection to the internet. So that that's so no longer are we tied here. There no longer is there a reason why we have to stay here. Uh, but not only that, but have you noticed that recently I've ate at su- a sushi restaurant? Yeah. I've ate uh, at a hibachi grill. I just recently ate Indian food, and and the other day, what do, I I'm, I had you make Indian food, and I sat there and I thought to myself, <gasps> oh my gosh, if my mom ever did this brought this into this house and asked me to eat it for dinner when I was a kid or even five years ago or if somebody if you would have done this there's no way I would have ate what was on that plate that that we right. I had you made from from that Indian yeah, dish I know and I ate it and I enjoyed it you did wow so anyway more than everyone else <laughs> although uh, <laughs> more than anybody else exactly <clears throat> the one thing I will tell you though London may the be, kids wouldn't even go near it London is definitely going to be one of our uh, stops because yeah. there's a Chipotle there now that, that that's what Richard said awesome yeah. what did what do the kids think that what was something the kids think? that's the other thing that somebody in the chat room yeah. asked and what do the kids think well I will tell you that we've been having ongoing conversations with all three, with all three of our children. Yeah. And, and McKenna separately. could care less. McKenna's like, okay, dad, As whatever. long as you take her magnet dolls, she doesn't care. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, Megan. When, her magnet. When, when Megan, her, Megan heard it, all three of the kids heard it for the first time the same way that you all heard it for the first time. As the conversation between Sarah and yeah. Stephanie and the full-time mom. However, afterwards, Megan's like, no way. Nope. Not going to do it. Not going to happen. And. We did not all. And, and again, the job, the job was done. All I did was plant the seed mm-hmm. and I did not push it. I planted that seed. Did you? She listened to the full time mom. There you go. So I you, planted that one. you planted that seed. We did not push it. We didn't no. say, oh, but have you thought about this? Oh, but have you thought? We didn't even really talk about it. They heard it. She said no. And we said, OK. And yeah. And yeah. when we and all we said was, you know, we're not thinking about doing this right away, but it's something yeah. we're thinking about. We'll talk about it more some other time. Yeah. <clears throat> and then, of course, Matt was the same way. He's kind of, I don't know. Told her like we, we gave her the time frame, you know, not until like it's time for you to go into the sixth grade is yep. what we had told her. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so I asked her again yesterday and she's like. It would be pretty cool. I could see, you know, and, and could we go here and could we go here? Where did she say? Uh, she wants to go Paris, France. Okay. So she definitely wants to visit Paris. Uh, she wants to go to London and uh, she wants to go to Australia. She wants okay. to go to Sydney, Australia. Okay. To see the, to see the uh, opera house. The opera house. house. So yeah, she she's she's getting a little excited about it. Uh, Matthew was a little apprehensive at first, but he's like, you know, I'm I'm okay with it. He he's our adaptable child. He, he is. He, he'll do anything anywhere. He will love Europe because soccer is like the big sport there. Yeah. Did you hear what I yes, said? Yes. Oh, that's right. Because <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, stuff. No doubt. <laughs> That was great. No, I, I heard it. I was just, my mind was on like a 35 second delay. Oh, okay. Soccer, yes. A matter of fact, um, last night at soccer, we were, I was, ta- you know, Matt and I went to soccer alone last night for practice. And I said, you know, over in Europe, soccer is called football, yes. you know, and, 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 and it is their main sport. It's, it's really cool. And, and uh, he says, wow, that would be cool if, if, if that was like the main sport. Cause I really love soccer dad. He does. And I'm like, yeah, and 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 so he he thought, he says, will I be able to play soccer if we go over there? 
I said, absolutely, you will. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, and again, I'm not trying to coerce our children, but I'm just trying to open up the conversation and see what kind of mm-hmm. questions. And this is still all very new to us. Right. And so it, it's still very new. The, uh, the couple things that, um, I do know, I read, you know, I've been, I read the four hour work mm-hmm. week, finally, uh, completed that. Excellent book for inspiration about some other things. I'm not, and by the way, I always say this whenever I say the title of that book. I have no desire to work a four hour work week. Right. I have a, but, but I, I will Nor say. Nor do I desire to have you around for the other 36 hours in a work week. Thank you. <laughs> However, um, you know, I, a, a reasonable 35 to 40 hours a week might be a goal yeah. and, and, uh, definitely accomplishable with, with the things that we, we plan to do in the future if, if we choose to do this. So, um, anything less than 90 has got to be good. Exactly. Exactly. And, and have, we've experienced that for two we weeks. Yeah. Two weeks now. I've worked less, I've worked about a 40, 40 to 45 hour work week, yeah. which has been amazing. So, um, but this book has inspired me and it even talks about the fact that you got to understand boredom and restlessness are going to kick in. And the only antidote to that is, is you can't do in these other countries what you would do if you were at home, which is just sit back and watch TV. Mm-hmm. You have to go out and take the, you, you got to understand how much there is to explore and to uncover in the richness of all these places, you know, you got, he says, you got to involve yourself in some activities, whether it be salsa dancing classes in, 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 in the, in the South American, you know, Latino countries or, yeah. or whether it be whatever the case, you know, maybe taking up cricket, you know, who knows? But he says, you got to get involved and be a part of that. And he says, this is why it's great to, to, to really kind of consider yourself almost as a local. Um, and the other thing is, is whether or not is this a vacation or is this like a retirement? And he says, you know, there's got to be something in between. He's, and he calls these mini retirements. So basically the idea is that we would take two to three years and say, you know, hey, for these two to three years, we're going to travel the world and stay in places from anywhere to, you know, six, approximately three to six months. And uh, in essence, what you do is is you just you just take a part of and enjoy life in that place. And and then at the end of those two to three years, whatever you predetermine, then you come back home. And, and it's not like you're leaving everybody behind forever. Right. And so the, these are just the beginning thoughts of this. So are we going to continue on and and read from the, the forum, forum? Yes. or are we going to wrap it up because we should be pretty close to your time limit there? Yeah, we're at 41 minutes, but I think today okay. would be okay to go ahead and go over and read the forum okay. stuff because yeah. and and I just want to say real quickly here, when we get to the forum, there are going to be some people that we're going to read that are completely opposed to this and think we're going to screw up our kids. Okay. No more than I already do every day. Exactly. And I just want to let you know, <laughs> I, this is not unsolicited feedback. I, you did. You, I yeah. requested feedback. I and I even said in, in the episode of My Crazy Life that where I asked for this, I said, listen, do you think we're crazy? Do you think we're going to screw up our kids? Uh, do you think this is the greatest, most exciting idea ever and wish you could do it? You know, I'd love, I want your feedback and we're going to ask you guys to add to this conversation. And for those of you who are in the chat room right now, you can read along with us and, um, I'm going to post this in the chat room right now. So there you go. 
Um, there's a link in there. And if you go to gspn.tv slash form, for those of you who are listening via podcast, then you go down to the section where it says GSPN general programming. You'll see family from the heart is listed there. Mm-hmm. And it should consistently stay among the top as this is going to be, I can see this as being a very long ongoing discussion and could be ongoing for the next couple of years, depending on how, how much discussion this thing brings yep. out. Okay. But uh, it, the title of the thread is called World Travel with Children. And we're going to start off with Melina M. I didn't expect this to be the very first response, but I'm okay with it. So, okay. Melina, thank you for this in advance. So go ahead. Oh, I'm reading? Yes. Okay, Cliff, yes. you asked for our opinion on your world traveling plans. I have to say, I don't understand why anyone would want to do this, but that bes- that's beside that's beside the point. Um, I say, don't do it. Think of your kids. This is why. I was born in a small town in Argentina. When I was five, my parents moved our family to Buenos Aires, right? Buenos Aires, yes. And a, a much bigger city a few hours away from my grandparents, aunts, uncles, cousins, and friends. I was young, but I still remember missing everyone. My grandmother in particular, I was used to seeing her daily. Still, I adapted and made new friends, and we visit our family as often, so often, so it was fine. That is, until they decided to move us to the U.S. I was 15. Nothing else in my life was as painful as that move. A new country, new language, new culture. I cried every day for months. It took me a long time to make friends. My parents did all they could to make me happy, but nothing could replace the comfort of seeing a longtime friend or my grandparents. To this day, I feel so sad and so guilty that my dear grandmother died a few years after we left, in my mind, of sadness because she was so far from her grandkids, and I couldn't even be there for her funeral. Uh, They happen quick over there, and it's expensive to buy a plane ticket. I am now very glad to live in this country, and I am thankful to my parents for bringing me here. Still, when I think of that move, it is very painful. I can't even imagine going through that every six months. Maybe I'm too jaded because I had such a bad experience, but I really do believe kids need a place to call home, and they need to be close to their relatives and friends they have known for a long time. It gives them a sense of security that is it gives them a sense of of security that is very important. Obviously, people move around all the time and kids adapt and survive. So if you do decide to do it, they will be fine. I just <laughs> I just think that they would be better off staying in one place. You can always travel the world after they move out. It may seem as for it may seem like forever, um but kids grow fast. Just my thoughts. You will make the right choice for your family. Good luck. Melina, first of all, thank you for your very honest and 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 very real f- feedback. Absolutely, and 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 I'm thankful for this as being a part of what I introduced into my mind as some of the pros and cons mm-hmm. of of moving. Um, a couple things. Um, our, one of the things that really excites me about this is the idea of the closeness and the bonding of our family. Mm-hmm. Uh, being that, you know, right now our kids spend how many hours a week? How many hours a day are they in school? Do you know? Like six and a half. 6.5 times five days a week. They spend 32 and a half hours a week away from us. Mm-hmm. And, and not that that's not healthy. I mean, maybe it is, but maybe it's not always healthy. Um, to, to think that now here's one of the things. 
we've always considered homeschooling as a family. We have. Always. And in fact, before McMegan went into preschool. <laughs> you called her McMegan again. I know. <laughs> I did that. We have McMegan. But anyway, before Megan went into preschool, we were dead set that we were going to homeschool. Yes, we but were. then we found out about Kids Academy, which was a preschool from our church. And we thought, well, maybe this would be a great transition to get her used to, you know, let's talk about learning now. And so we went ahead and did that. And she went in and she thrived in this classroom experience. She really did. But even before that, um, before that, remember, I had been watching Quentin and um, my nephew. Uh-huh. I had been watching my nephew, and he was having some speech, um, n- needing to take speech therapy. And I had taken him to the therapist who was at the local elementary school that our kids now attend. Yeah. And when we walked into the building, Megan's eyes lit up. I mean, you could not. I- I've never seen her have that expression um, before or since. Yes. That day. And I, I cannot. I cannot explain it in a way that gives it justice, but but at four, walking into that building and saying, wow, is this where I'm going to eat lunch? Is this where I'm going to go to gym? Is this going to be my school? You know, um, and then after I came home and I told you and I explained to you what, what had happened and we prayed about it and there, it w- at that point, it would be a disservice, a disjustice to our daughter to not experience that. To at least allow her to experience what we experienced. Absolutely. And, right. and we have done that. And yes. now she begs us every day that I wake her up at 7 o'clock to homeschool her. <laughs> well, that's because she doesn't want to get out of bed. However, she is still to this day she is still, very much yes, thriving. She absolutely. is at the top of her class, straight A student, like light years beyond where I was ever yeah. was when I was I'm waiting for your pen to school. break and like splatter all over me as you're shaking it. So, but anyway, the thing is, is Megan's doing so great. Matthew is really doing awesome in school mm-hmm. as well. Um, it, you Which know, has always been a concern of ours. We always we were started concerned. him early. He is um, nine months behind, um, age-wise behind a lot of the kids in his class. And so we have always worried about him. But academically, he is performing straight on level. Right. And at this point, if he was still in the, if we had held him back and now he would be in the first grade, he would be bored right out of his mind absolutely and the thing is that there was um there there is used to be the concern well you know what about the school's curriculum and stuff like that and at this point we're very much involved in checking out what our kids are learning stephanie's very involved in volunteering at the school but but the thing is 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 we we feel very comfortable in the school that they are in now if you were to move us two counties south of here there is no way I would we put my child well into a public school. Yeah, it just would not happen. Um, the high school we we witnessed a high school graduation, <laughs> which I will not say the county, nor will I say the name of the school because because uh, the name of the school is the county. Yes, and 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 anyway, there we went to a high school graduation of a certain relative, and the. The valedictorian got up there and, hey, y'all, I want to give you a shout out to so-and-so and y'all peace out, y'all. And it's like, yeah. Well, but that's that's not that's not an issue of the school. That's an issue of respect. Y- 
And which I think needs to be a part of the educational experience. Well, then maybe you should pull our kids out of school now. Yeah. Because I don't think that that's so much well, about the, the county. You can't hold that against the county and their curriculum because this child doesn't have. Okay. But I, I'm talking about the, the overall atmosphere of disrespect and, okay. and stuff like that. And not to mention the, the fact of uh, sex in the hallways um, and sex on the school buses. Well, that and happens here. That That's why we removed our children. Hap- and, and that's where I'm getting. Okay. Goodness, Go ahead. I'm you sorry. You are like shooting me down. All I'm going to say is that it's not happening in. Or it. Well, I will bleep that <laughs> Edit out later. <laughs> 50 minutes in <laughs> to be edited. Later. To be edited. It is not happening in the elementary school in which they are in now. No, but and it does happen in the, in middle, the middle school where Megan will be. going There, to, there right. is acid being sold. There is pot being sold to incoming sixth graders mm-hmm. into the middle school in our area where our kids would go, right. where Megan would go right after leaving the school she's in now. And I was just, what I and was. And sex on the school buses. Sex on the school buses. There's oral sex. There is horrible. And we actually removed our children from the school buses because our seven-year-old was being propositioned. For, yes. Yeah. Yes. By a middle school student. By, no, by a fifth grader. Oh, Okay. Yeah. So anyway, so they they go to school at different times. That's right. Okay. So it yeah. But it, but anyway, so so we have some real concerns about the public school system here, um, going beyond the going ele- beyond the, the elementary, elementary age. So we were, we were already talking about the fact that if yeah. we're going to jump into homeschooling, that's when we would we but would. But we do love. We just want to say we do love the elementary school that our we kids absolutely yeah. love the school that they're going to. In case to know. anyone from our county would happen to, in case anyone listening. Lives here and knows us. We we do love the school. Yeah, it, or else they wouldn't be there. Right. They would not. So anyway, the the thing is, is that when it comes down to it, we're thinking about probably if we do this, leaving in about two to three years, which is about the time sh- that that Megan right. would be leaving that school and then expected to go into that one. So that's when we would want to launch homeschooling anyway, and this would be the perfect opportunity. And not to mention the fact that you know I I I got some feedback from somebody else. Um, who was it? I, I was talking to our good friend Mark Tafoya, and Mark was Mark. Mark was talking to me on the phone last night, and he said, "You know, I remember when my dad took us around the world and showed us some places, and my little brother was a little bit younger, around eleven, and he didn't quite ex- he 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 didn't appreciate it as much, right. and and or I may be misinterpreting or misquoting. Trust me, that's paraphrasing to the to the largest extent. But the idea meaning that." His dad was a little bit. I was like, "What are you talking about? You don't understand. You can't. Mm-hmm. You should." And, and I understand that my kids are going to be some of my. Well, at least Matthew and McKenna, definitely McKenna, are going to be not going to be able to appreciate right. everything there is to appreciate about these places. The cool thing is, is that we would be going there for a longer period of times to to not necessarily be vacationing and visiting, but to actually experience the lifestyle. Now, Sarah asked you, "Why not the United States?" Right. Cost of living is one of two, or actually it may have been the only one I gave you. That's the only one you gave me. It's the only one I gave you on Thursday night. But mm-hmm. there is uh, th- there is a very real reason why I want to try somewhere outside of the United States bef- you know, first. Okay. And that is because w- one of the things that I'm learning from the four-hour work week and from all these other books that I'm reading, 48 Days to the Work You Love, is that the Western world has two things that I hate. Materialism. And an improper work ethic. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, work, 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 work. 
you know, 80 hours a week is the accepted norm these days and and work until you're 65 years old and then you enjoy life. Mm-hmm. Okay. Forget about your kids when they're young. We're talking about, you know, there's a whole lot of questions of what if, you know, what if, you know, you know, my, what if one of my, something got happened to our parents? Well, first right. of all, I think we would well, fly home. No, absolutely. Um, because I was thinking about this, you know, my grandma is going to turn 80 this summer uh-huh. and, um, I, I, that there's no reason to think that she wouldn't make it to 82 or to, to 83, you know, but what if something happened while I was there? We would have to get back here. You know, we would have to. But at the same time, if we couldn't, my responsibility is to the four of you. Right. That that is where my responsibility is. And, you know, my um, my mom's mom died three years ago mm-hmm. and my brother was stuck in Texas. He couldn't make it home. And but his responsibility is to his kids. Right. And he wanted to be here and we wanted him to be here, but he cannot go on being you know, beating himself up every day because he didn't make it. Right. You know, she knew he loved her. Mm-hmm. Grandma, you know, kn- knew that he loved her and also would want him to do whatever he had to do to take care of his kids. Exactly. And in that moment, that meant not taking that money to come home. Exactly. And so the whole idea is that, you know, I, what about this? What if, you know, very- and I'm guessing that now it would be much easier to come home at the drop of a hat than it would have been when is it Melina was mm-hmm. was 19. Right. You know, exactly. It is probably a little bit easier well, for us to pick up and leave. thinking that like she's like, sure, my age or your age. I well, really have well, no here's idea the other thing. Here's the other thing. You know, let, let's look at my family history, you know, of health and, and, and things like that. My dad is 50, 55. Mm-hmm. And on this one day, one week from today, which, by the way, we may not have an episode next week of Family from the Heart. Yeah. My dad's having uh, an aorta bypass surgery. Right. Uh, very, very I would just say surgery. to go ahead and say that we're, there won't be okay. a, a live podcast. So next you're going to you get this extended version today. That's right. Brought to you and sponsored by. <laughs> Our great friends, Mardell.com, M-A-R-D-E-L.com, which is the place that we'll probably go for a lot of our um, homeschooling materials uh, if we choose to do this. And uh, they're also a great resource for lots of books that will help inspire and encourage you in your faith. Check them out at M-A-R-D-E-L.com. And you get 10% off of your entire order every time you order from them if you use promo code GSPN in the shopping cart. Right. Thank you, Mardell.com. Absolutely. So anyway, um, where was I going? You were going with health. Oh, my, family health, history. You know, the chance, you know, I, I hope to be alive at 65 and ready and still able to go and, and, and tour the world with you. But let's, you know, none of us are guaranteed tomorrow. And what if something happens to me five years from now? Mm-hmm. You know, wouldn't it be great to know that my kids would have the memories of us traveling the world together as a family instead of the memories of dad, you know, still working hours and hours and 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 being stuck in the daily grind of, you know, just what is typically normally socially accepted as the norm here in the United States. And I'm not saying I want to escape this, but I want to experience something different. Um, this book, The 48, uh, 48 
or no, the four hour work week yes. had this thing about a story and, and I'll try to paraphrase it as much as I can. Or do you know the story? Do you think you could paraphrase it better? The 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 Mexican village and the fishermen? Um vaguely. The story the story was it to me once, a, bi- a, a big wig Harvard graduate went down and he was on a weekend uh, trip in a a uh, Mexican village and he was sitting he he couldn't sleep um he, actually he was he was awake because his doctor um had had told him to take vacation yeah he had, had to prescribed take prescribed a vacation yeah otherwise he was going to just die of a and heart so attack so he was down on the beach he couldn't sleep he was up very early in the morning and he comes across um, a fisherman yes. who's out, and he catches a few fish, and he is coming in, and um, the businessman asks him, why not catch... He said, no, he says, he says that's a great catch. What, what are you going to do with that? He said, I have enough for me and enough for my friends. Exactly. And he goes, but you could stay out there for longer, and you could catch more, and... Um, well, before he says that, I'm sorry. Do you want me to paraphrase the story, or do you just want to read it from the book? I should read it from the book, shouldn't I? Go for it. All right. I'll tell you what. I'm not going to be able to find it. I, I paused there for just a moment for those of you in the podcast. Let, let me just tell the story as, as quick as I can remember it because I read it a couple times and I read it to you once. So he go, he's he been prescribed to go on this Mexican village thing. And the, Mexican, uh, the, the guy comes. He says, I've got enough fish for my family and to give a couple to some friends. He says, but, you, you know, if you stayed out just a little bit longer, it's still early in the day. He says, if you stay out just a little bit longer, or, or well, before that, he says, he says, he says, so what do you do with the rest of your day? And he says, well, um, I pretty much, I go and, and, and enjoy. I sit on the porch with my wife. I sit on the porch with my wife. And what was the other things he says he does? And, uh, he plays with he his kids, plays with his kids. And then he goes down, he goes into town to town and he plays the guitar with his buddies. Exactly. You know, and, and so basically pretty laid back, yeah. easy going lifestyle. And then the businessman says, you could um, fish for a little longer, catch some more fish, um, sell, sell them. them, and you could basically, you could do this every day and you could build up this small business and then you could hire, you could buy more boats and hire people to go out, buy more fish, keep selling them, you know, make it this huge um, corporation, move your business to the states, you know, make all of this mega millions of dollars. And then when you're, when you're old, you can sell it and you can move to Mexico and you can fish for a little bit in the morning, sit on the porch with your wife, play with your kids who are now grown and gone and, um, and go down, go into town and, and, and play guitar with your buddies. Exactly. He said, and he says, how long will it take to make the millions? He says about 20 to 30 years. And he says, okay. And, and he goes, and then what do I do with those millions? And, and, yeah. he's, and he repeats the same thing that that guy was doing that day that, yeah. that the man was so envious of. So, so the whole point of this is that, you know, if not now, when? And, and there's no guarantee of tomorrow. And, and of course, obviously, there are questions like, man, isn't this selfish? Are, are, have you, are you thinking about your kids you know, and absolutely I'm thinking about my kids when I think about this. And and there's a whole lot more to be said and, and stuff. So, okay, they're, they're well, let's definitely see what fun. comes out of the rest of the forum. Yeah, go ahead. OK, because we do have to pick her up at one o'clock, but that's right. Only 20 minutes away. Exactly. OK, so John responded to Melina and says, I agree. And while I don't have the exact compassion as you do in your opinions, I'll add my two cents. 
However, I think that it would be rather reckless to do something like this unless you had it planned to a T how you would spend those two years. But then, in fact, you would be budgeting it more like a vacation rather than an experience. Okay, I just and wanna, I have to say I disagree with that. Well, th- well go well, ahead. I just want to say that we would be planning it to a T. Uh, not over planning, but definitely planning. At least the first stop right. would definitely be planned to the T. And this is not like an extended vacation. We're talking six right. months. Right. I've is never a, once referred to this as a vacation. Yeah. I don't think Th- this would definitely be. And, and that's this okay. is a life experience. Yeah. Th- this right? is a, exactly okay. Making and, sure it, we're on the same page, you well, and I. Right. But he. But no. I mean, in in John's defense, it, it, I can understand where he's coming from because mm-hmm. he hadn't heard us talk about this language yet. Right. So, yeah, we're talking about we would build this as a mini retirement almost, except for the fact that I'd still be working. Yeah, I don't think that I, it's a it's, it's an just adventure. An ex- it's a life experience. It's it not a retirement. It's not a vacation. Right. Because those things would would insinuate that we would not be working. Right. But we very much would be. We very much would be. Exactly. Okay. So okay. anyway, he finishes up. He says, I also think that I'm a little selfish and that I would like to do something like this, but I'm not in a place in my life that I can that I could do this trip. Um, also, what would happen with my plus membership? There's don't don't answer that yet because okay. he comes back and says something later. So I'm going to go okay, find go it ahead. and then um, and then you can go back. Okay. And of course, he's responding to what I said. He's responding to what you said. You said, "Trust me, podcasting and plus membership would very much be a part of our journey." And um, he he responds, to be brutally honest, I think that my biggest qualm with the whole idea is that I don't want to be funding someone else's two-year vacation experience through my Plus membership. That's not what I signed up for. That's fine. What this, this Now, this is me answering him, and I'm going to try to do it in a loving manner without getting defensive. Okay. Okay? Because when I first read it, I did get defensive. Okay. Um, that That's fine. What he signed up for was content. Mm, and and to and, support this business, maybe. Okay. I don't. Well, I don't well, know. I don't know why he signed up. So yeah, without we don't knowing know that, why. I can't answer your question. But I can tell you that that the content will still be coming. Mm-hmm. And um, wow, imagine how how bolder and broader it can be. But the one thing that I can say is it's not someone else's two year vacation. We're going to be doing what we're doing wherever we are. Yep. In fact, it'll we're be not it, taking two years off and just expect people to still yeah, play plus membership. Exactly. We're yeah, we're not going to just like oh, we're recording from the beach today. Yeah. You know, no, this is it's going to be. I mean, although there might be a couple of my crazy lives like that. Yeah, there <laughs> certainly would be. Uh, but the thing is, is that exactly this isn't a two year vacation, no. and and while the four hour work week does build this as a mini retirement where you don't do any work for those six months or whatever. That's that's why it, 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 I I'm I've been inspired by the four hour work week. I am not inspired to to work a four hour work week. Right. Um. I have been called to do what we're doing now, which is um. And and you know, and everybody probably has a different reason for being a plus member. Right. But what I feel called to do is provide in content on a consistent basis mm-hmm. that is entertaining. Number one educational how much more educational would it be right in in the event that we were around in giving education about right. things we're learning uh which has always been the process of educating others is just sharing what we're learning it's not mm-hmm. that we have this vast amount of, amount of wisdom and knowledge that we're extending to you all it, it's what are we learning today right and so there'd be more of that um and then of course encouraging we will always provide encouraging content that that just says you know what there's always something that you can always 
uh, move forward in whatever circumstance you're in. And then inspiring, inspiring other people to think about things they hadn't thought about before. And what other way to inspire people than that? So that's been our commitment all along. If anybody wonders where our, you can learn about our commitment, commitment, it's at gspn.tv slash about. Um, mm-hmm. And then, of course, what is the other area of this? It is about the community and and building a community that is about living a more balanced life. That is who we are. And that's who we've all now. None of that's going to change. None of that's going to change the United States or the United Kingdom. Exactly. And, I'm None of that will will change. Exactly. So, so anyway, you're not. But th- that's his decision. If he wants, yeah. And you know, it, if it we is. do this and and he decides that he doesn't want to, that that's his decision. Right. And and anybody else. I mean, and we're we're absolutely. not going to ask anybody to fund us if no. if you don't support what we're doing. Then then there's. I mean, it, it's real easy to cancel the subscription. I mean, it. it and we're not suggesting that he will. And right. I think no, I'm not. The I'm question not. is, is you know, hey, what what is this all about? And that's. And I didn't even know that that comment was in there until you just read it. So, but yeah, I read ahead. You read ahead. I don't like surprises. <laughs> so anyway, uh, but yeah, it, it's not a it's not a two year vacation. We're no, talking we're talking a two year journey of the Ravenscraft life, and and if anything, from the very beginning, what has GSPN been about? It's us sharing our lives online, right? And we'd very much still be doing still be that. doing that. So, and we'd right. get to meet and touch people of the community because Sarah said flesh and blood. Yes, and and my I, while she was talking about that, I was thinking, I'm like, but Sarah, honey, they are flesh and blood. We just don't get to see and touch them but this is a way that we could you know really get to know the people of the community right so anyway um moving on to winnie yes in the in the forum and we're not going to make it through all of these i'm i regret so um we're just not okay well let's go <laughs> i have i have never moved in my life except for the one move when i was four months old so that doesn't really count I just wanted to give you a way to maybe not travel the world, but experience holidays in all kinds of different places, not necessarily the touristy ones. What my family did for holidays was home exchange. This means you literally trade houses with another family so you live in their house and they live in your house for the period of your vacation. Uh, we've all we've been all over Europe with home exchange. I think it's one of the best ways to experience a a different city or country, especially with kids. The kids have a whole new house to explore with all the toys the other kids have. I think it all, I think it's also cheaper than spending two weeks in a hotel. Home exchange is really popular in Belgium and Belgium is not exactly a desirable tourist place compared to Spain or France. Um, so we couldn't really choose where we'd end up. When, when we were really little, we went to the Netherlands a lot because it's close by and they speak the same language. After that, we've been to Spain, France, Italy, Germany, Austria, which is another place I really want to go. Um, Sweden, Denmark, Great Britain, even the USA, uh, which is a great example of not ending up in a touristy place. We went to Kentucky. Wink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, My parents are saving up to travel the world when they retire. They are planning on doing this through home exchange. By then, my brother and I should have moved out. I love that she says should have moved out. Uh, My parents will travel from 
from exchange house to exchange house with different families staying in our house. They see this as a cheaper way to travel the world. I agree with the two posts above me that it might be hard on the kids, but if they're well prepared and with the wonders of modern technology video chat, I also think it might be one of the most amazing experiences they'll ever have. Right. Jerry wrote in our forum, he says, Cliff, I say go for it. If you have a good solid plan, all will work out. My wife and I are planning something similar we will continue to work out work our same jobs just somewhere else of course the difference being my wife and i do not have kids but this can be a huge opportunity for your kids to get to see and experience different cultures etc again i say go for it jerry kylie mack okay um travel the world as a family why not it's been done before and the ravenscrafts would not be the first family to take the plunge personally i think it's a great idea both um, both of my parents spent part of their childhood in Europe. Both of my grandfathers worked overseas, but I didn't make it across the pond until after I graduated from college, and I wished that I had at least traveled abroad a bit before that. One thing it has done is to have brought history alive for me in a way that it didn't live for me before. Um, I really like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, with traveling the world, obviously there is a lot of planning involved, but I think it's a very enriching experience for children. There are many things to consider if if you were planning on spending an extended period somewhere, especially with regard to schooling and language barriers. The other question is, would you um, would you be planting permanent roots elsewhere or would you return to the States after? We plan what, on returning to the States. Absolutely. What countries are you looking at? Um, only en- English speaking ones. Is it with the idea of actually living somewhere or having more of a vacation kind of experience? It would be worth the time to find other families that have done this and ask about their experiences. Uh, and. My- let me finish the paragraph. Okay. And have you brought up this idea with the kids yet? I'd especially love to hear Megan's thoughts on it. I think it'd be fun to bring some audio to the show from what the kids think about it yeah. from time to time. Uh, and the world according, the, the world, world according to Megan. Yes. Hello. <laughs> All right. So absolutely. How about how about that? The title had already been chosen. <laughs> so um, the thing is that uh, what she say, um, which but, could be plus member only content. So the, it's it's somewhere between living and having a vacation. It, it's not definitely vacation. It's this experiencing right. other cultures and living there for a, 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 for a short, short mm-hmm. period of time. It's kind of like taking our whole our our family and say, "Hey, listen, you know, our business is moving us to it's California no for, being for the next two years. Yeah. It's, we're, it, we're transferring ourselves. It's a transfer. That's all. Yeah." Exactly. Just and like as far you work as for Toyota, which is exactly. picking up and moving. And whether or not it's English speaking um, or another or another language, we have uh, a desire to do both. Right. All right. Go ahead. My own move overseas has not been a bed of roses, but I wouldn't trade my experience. Um, even with let's see the myriad it, of headaches uh, and traumas yeah. and hospital stays for for but she wouldn't trade it for anything. Okay, of course, um, I was a single adult at the time that I sold my house, quit my job, and headed to France. But I learned more about my own country by not living in it. It's really given me a worldview that I never would have had had I stayed in my little corner of Kylie Max America. 
I, I love that. That, mm-hmm. that is something that I, I truly desire. Um, I, I work with two French boys and have seen firsthand how the older, age 10, has benefited from his trips to England. On the other hand, I do know an American family who moved to Paris with three girls and the oldest was miserable and said that her father had ruined her life. However, the other two, despite missing their friends, took it like a duck to water and didn't have any trouble assimilating. The youngest even going to a French school. And I have to say, um, Stephanie's commentary on that paragraph is that um, my nine-year-old tells me every day that I've I've ruined ruined her life. life. So it doesn't matter if we're in America or in France. It's going to be the same. Yeah. Um, That said, everyone's experiences are going to be different. Yeah. I just want to say that everyone's experiences are going to be different. If we did this and are successful and we inspire others, the one thing we must always remember is like, listen, yeah. Uh, indiv- this indi- individual revol- results may vary. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's it. Everyone's okay. And you won't know what yours will be until you do it yourself. Getting the kids involved would help with that. Reading books, seeing movies, videos about the places you were going to visit, making it something they are included in rather than a thing that happens to them. Absolutely. That, that is hands down it's, exactly what we I have planned. That, I think that that is is different from the experience with Melina is that her parents moved her. Yeah. Th- this isn't how yeah. we're going about. This is going to be a family yeah, journey, absolutely. not Cliff and Stephanie's right. getaway to your right. vacation and we're bringing the kids what? along. What? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Where was I? Um, yeah. Nine I minutes read, till we need to get Kenna. <laughs> I read um, one year off. Um, I've included the link below and really enjoyed it. That was a trip that I wouldn't have made myself, but I admire their initiative. Um, I, I'll be following GSPN's podcast to see how this idea moves forward. Like Sarah said in the full-time mom, whatever you decide, I support you as long as I'll still get my podcast. And then she left um, several links for books here. We got one year off, leaving it all behind um, for a round world, around the world trip with our children by David Elliott Cohen. Uh, the, the Carlson Family's Around the World Travel Adventure by um, Sarah James and David Carlson and their three kids, ages 13, 10, and, and, then oh, oh, and took one. Okay, and traveling around the world with your kids. Which is a blog. Exactly. And I have no doubt that we'll be creating, uh, you know, DVD videos of our travels. We'll probably have an HD camera that will. Okay, your response. We'll be. Yeah. And then. And very last, Richard wraps up uh, what we have today with. I've been um, catching up on podcasts since my return from our cruise on the Nile in Egypt and have finally got around to your news of world travel. I thought it sounded really exciting, but I think I will have. But I think you will have to take serious note of the comments above um, before you go ahead. Uh, there is Absolutely, no question. Richard. There is no question that we will take notes uh, of of take note of all of those things. And this is not something that we're we're doing. You know, next summer uh, we have no intentions of doing anything until at least two years out, possibly three. And it's something that we're going to continue to pray about, and we're going to continue to talk with our children about. And we're gonna we're gonna continue to dream about and think about and talk about and 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 maybe it ends up with something we don't do, but at the very least, it has been very invigorating to discuss this in our family. Uh, very thankful for you guys and your honest thoughts. I want to ask you to continue to leave thoughts. If you know more books, in fact, Chef Mark told me of a family. Um, uh, what is it? 
Oh gosh, you didn't tell me. No, yeah, because you, oh, you emailed did? it to me. Um, oh, yeah. Soul Travelers Three. Yeah. Soul. Yeah. yeah. Twitter.com/slash Soul Travelers Three. I just started following them uh, today, and uh, basically they are. It says here, family on third year of open-ended world tour, twenty-nine countries, uh, four continents so far, and they've got a YouTube channel and also a, a blog and a website. So. I'm, I'm definitely going to be talk. I mean, we're going to be talking to other we families. Are. We're going to be investigating this thoroughly. This is not something we're just going to rush thing, into. No, absolutely not. But one thing that really excites me is I don't want, I honestly, I don't want our kids to grow up with such a closed feeling about feeling the world. Of the world. Yes. Yeah. I think that before we started podcasting, my idea of the world was right here. Right here in this county, and I want my kids to experience so much more. Absolutely, and and you know what? We'll continue this discussion. We'll be back in two weeks. Thank you, Mardell.com. M A R D E L dot com. Use promo code GSPN in the chat room. Live show won't be back for three weeks. All oh, three weeks? No, well, there'll you're be right. an episode, but it won't be live. Okay, we'll talk about that soon. Oh, great! Now we're out of time. We'll be back. <laughs>